Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. At Progressaholic, we highlight stories of individuals dedicated to the progress of self and society to educate you on how to create impact within yourself and the communities that you operate in. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we really, really hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast, and today we have with us Emily Yao. Now, Emily is a co-founder of Neighbor Good. Um, Neighbor Good is a social good initiative that is lending a hand to small businesses in Toronto for no cost. When they first launched at the end of March, they set out to help these temporarily closed businesses, restaurants, cafes, bars, shops, services, fitness studios, for example, to bring in cash flow by helping them sell gift cards. The constant change that this pandemic has forced these businesses to take on means that they have also had to adapt their model. A month and a half since launching, they're now expanding their support by assembling a team of creators, photographers, videographers, designers, social media strategists who want to donate their time and skills to help these small businesses. They are their neighbor good freelancers. So it is my pleasure to have Emily on the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. This is um, a really great way to you know, connect with the community when we can't be together right now. So it's very inspiring to hear other stories. Definitely, definitely. So before we start off, just want a little bit more about how did the idea of a neighborhood good personally just come up? Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything that, like, I wouldn't say anything inspired me to start it. It was actually more of like, an emotional heartache for our uh, neighbors and small business owners because it's going to be a huge hit for them and we wanted to help. So, you know, the, the first thing that we had to identify was what's the first thing they need help on. And it was money. It was cash flow. whether they would have to close permanently or if they had to close um, halfway, like temp- temporarily, or if they, um, you know, weren't able to set up online. So, um, gift cards was the closest thing to cash that we could help them um, sort out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Then, how did the name come up? Because I think it's a, personally, I think it's an incredible name, Neighbor Good, a play on words. But maybe if you have a story about that, or just if it was just off the top of your head. Um, <laughs> to be honest, well, well, you know, we wanted we wanted our brand, our own brand, to ver- feel very much like, you know, we wanted our brand to invoke a sense of belonging and and you know a neighbor. So I started off with neighbor, and um, I pretty much just thesaurus or rhyme zone. I use rhyme zone to like to to think of like you know um, how can we use the word neighborhood um, and make it sound kind of like like a pun or like you know how can we play um, with the word and. and and um, we were obviously doing good, so um, neighbor good worked out. And and you know when you, when you start a a new brand, you kind of have to like see if the handle is available, like the the username yeah. on like Instagram, and and it was. So we're like, yep, this is the one we're going with. I'm pretty surprised no one's ever taught, thought thought about neighbor good before, but I mean that's amazing. Um, like the, I, you know what I think it. It could also be because we are spelled like Canadian. Um, I don't. I don't know if like there's an American neighbor good. I don't. I don't think there is. Um, yeah. But you know, I think maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly, possibly. That's awesome. Um, maybe like from like your personal experience standpoint, because I know that you have personal experience in like the marketing and advertising world. Um, so maybe how did that help you out with like starting and then even running neighborhood effectively? 
Uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, advertising and marketing experience is super valuable. Um, you learn about how to grow a brand. You learn about, you know, um, design, even if you are not a designer. So as a strategist, I was um, involved in all these different aspects of, you know, our clients and, um, it, it definitely helped with, um, like, you know, how to uh, market ourselves on social, um, how we, the feeling of our brand, of the neighborhood, what, sh what it should look like, the colors, um, how we speak, you know, if we were a celebrity, like, what would we, what, how would we speak, and our tone of voice, and maybe some, like, like, you know, some jargons we want to use, um, and yeah, it, it definitely helped. And one of the things when you're in advertising is that the world is just so small because we tend to, you know, move around a lot to different agencies. So we, like my, my partner and I, both coming from um, advertising, we have built this huge network of talented creatives who um, have actually come forward and, and asked us to, um, how they can get involved. Um, so that involves, you know, like designers, um, copywriters photographers videographers um so you know it's it was a great like it, it was something that we wanted to leverage for sure yeah that's that's incredible that's incredible and maybe on the response side of things so how's the response been from like the customers aspect that's a, that's a good question um the responses have been absolutely amazing um it, you know the fact that people have opened up their wallets and well their hearts and their wallets um to support these neighbors has been amazing because you know like buying buying gift cards is like can be risky in, in a time like this because you don't know if uh they're going to open back up and um it's essentially money on a card it's not like you're you're buying something and you're getting something in return right away um but like we've sold thousand dollars thousands of dollars in gift cards and um and like positive messages to say how great this initiative is and people who have reached out and wanting to help. So um, from the community, it's been amazing, but also on the business side, it's been amazing as well. Um, you know, while our main goal in the beginning was to help set them up with uh, to sell gift cards, a lot of them actually um, just didn't even have a tool for that. Like they were selling gift cards, but they were tracking everything on like a spreadsheet manually. So the fact that we not only helped them make money while they were closed, but also set them up for future success, um, they have been like super grateful. Yeah, that's incredible. And like currently, like maybe if you're a business owner and you're listening just right now, um, are there any like specific guidelines to the type of business that they need to be to sign up with Neighborgood? Absolutely not. Um, we are trying to help as many small businesses as possible. Uh, there are a lot of initiatives right now that are more focused on like restaurants because they are, you know, getting hit the hardest, the hospitality industry. But we are trying to support everyone from restaurants, cafes, bars, shops, personal services, uh, fitness studios. Um, so like anyone can join. Um, and yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to limit anyone from not. That's awesome. That's awesome. And on the location side of things, is this Toronto, um, GTA, uh, Ontario or Canada based? What would it be? Right now we are focused on uh, Toronto and you know, and some outside of GTA um, because we are so like we're such a young startup right now. We want to make sure that we are able to you know do things right, take learnings from our approaches, and and be able to you know fix those before we actually scale. If that is our plan, but right now we are so focused on what's ahead of us um, that like you know an expansion isn't one of them right now because our focus is uh, helping small businesses in such like a quick moving 
you know, pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And how's that experience been from like a, an entrepreneurship aspect? Like maybe have you like had that experience in entrepreneurship or was it something that was completely new to you? And then you're just sort of like stumbling and just growing as it sort of goes on. Uh, it's pretty new for me. Uh, I was a freelance, uh, like strategist. So I like, you know, kind of worked for myself and I was able to lead a lot of client thinking, but with starting an actual startup was something completely new because there are things like, uh, you know, like if I need help, like how do I manage a team? Like I'm now like someone who people are asking for direction on. Meanwhile, it was just me. Um, so yeah, it was definitely something very new. But even when like before I started this, um, I used the whole design thinking like process to help my clients. And I you know, tried to follow as much of this as I could because it, it is a really good guideline to follow where you first identify like a problem and then you, you know, do some user research to really understand who you're solving for. Uh, you ideate some problem or some solutions to the problems, you test them, and then you finally launch. But um, it, because how quickly this pandemic is moving and how things quickly are changing, that we had to kind of skip some of those steps. But, you know, like, that's kind of what held me held me together um, with starting a, a new business. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And was there like maybe, um, is it like any like specific moment or maybe it was like a series of smaller moments where it was just like, you were like, this is like worth it. Like the impact that we're having, um, maybe it motivated you to even like work even harder on neighborhood, neighborhood. Yeah, there were definitely, um, I would say there were less of those moments than there were about like ones where I wanted to like just pull my teeth and hair out. But there were, there were a lot of those moments, of those little moments, for example, like seeing um, the gift cards, like the gift cards sold that were coming in because we were like, we were still like, um, uh, like connected to the business's account. So we saw like, you know, the gift cards that were coming in um, and then, you know, getting encouraging messages from the community, um, like like how thankful the businesses were when like, you know, we helped them set up and they were able to make money without actually doing much. Um, so those little wins, I think like really kept us going because um, a lot of ups and downs when you are starting a new business. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, like, what's been like your uh, biggest uh, learning, just personally, from a personal aspect, like running Neighborhood? Uh, I would say it is uh, how meaningful it is to do to find something that you love doing. You'd be surprised that when you actually find something that you love, it motivates you to like wake up in the morning I know that sounds really cheesy um but like I have been in positions where you know I wasn't fully happy with my nine to five or nine to nine sometimes um but you know starting something like this where you can see your impact and you can see how happy you're making people and the impacts you're making within your own community it really pushes you to wake up in the morning to you know work late at night um because it's not it's no longer just you um it's other people as well so a lot of uh it's built a lot of empathy in, in me 100%. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I can definitely attest to that as well, personally. Um, and I want to speak, speak a little bit more about this, um, like adapting the model, because uh, you started off with just gift cards, and now you're moving into more sort of expanding the support that you're providing to these small businesses. Um, how did that strategic change even come up in the first place? Um, was it like you had a talk with the businesses, and then you saw that this is what they needed as such? Or 
It, it was, it's uh, very much uh, dependent on what, how COVID is actually affecting the businesses. Um, because unlike other startups where you have an idea and you kind of like, you know, test it out and all that, the way that we started was, or is operating is very much reliant on the pace that COVID is affecting these businesses. So once we saw that uh, gift card sales were not as high as they used to be. We, you know, did some uh, uh, really uh, preliminary user research with uh, the community, so the people who would be buying, and also our businesses to kind of just get their gauge on how they feel about gift cards now that we are five weeks into the pandemic, now that the businesses are um, no longer relying on just gift cards, like they are open for takeout now, or they set up their online shop. And after getting some of that feedback, uh, what we heard was the businesses are, you know, now have now adapted. So they are no longer relying on just gift cards to make money. Um, they are, you know, doing curbside pickup. They are, like I said, um, online shop and or they've even set up their own gift cards. On the, on the consumer side, we heard that, you know, I do want to support these businesses, but buying gift cards is just risky, especially the longer this pandemic drags out for. And now that they are offering takeout, that's my way of supporting them. And I, when I'm paying for something, I actually get it right away as opposed to, you know, it just sitting there on, on a card. So based on, you know, the trends that are happening, based on some user feedback that we've gotten, we were like, okay, how can we continue to support these small businesses that is value, just not monetary, direct monetary value in gift cards? So that's kind of where like my network and my partners network came in. We were like, let's build like a free agency and, uh, you know, get people connect, connect people to these small businesses and, and hopefully create some sort of like, you know, either social media campaigns or updated photography or um, one of the prime examples that um, I can share is actually right now um, we have, we linked up a photographer with uh, a restaurant in the city who recently had to pivot and yeah. offer uh, takeout, takeout and uh, these farm to table grocery boxes. And when you have a high end restaurant, you know, obviously, like all, all of a sudden having to offer like takeout, they were not prepared. They didn't have photos. Like they, they only had descriptions and the, and a, like dishes that tasted really good. So we found a photographer and who is now taking photos for this restaurant to be able to sell it through, um, through visual imagery. So, um, you know, seeing like, having to make this shift was really important because we wanted to stay relevant and we wanted to stay true to our mission to help these small businesses for free. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And also so it sounds like maybe like your personal network really helped out with the creator aspect. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Um, I'm more on like the, because I was more on like the strategy side. I had a lot of like, I knew a lot of people on like kind of that side and, um, but, but my partner also, he, um, he's on the creative side. So he worked with a lot of photographers and videographers and stuff like that. So um, we're building, you know, our own network, but we're also partnering with um, other agencies in the city who are doing very similar initiatives. Um, so we're, pretty much just the aggregator of all these people and agencies who are donating their time and uh, pairing them up with the businesses that uh, join with us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I always ask to like everyone that comes on that's running some sort of initiative with related to COVID at least where it's like the idea that like 
a lot of people have this misconception that when you're helping out others, when you're serving others, you need to like physically go and volunteer somewhere. Like you need to volunteer your time physically, go to like a food bank or go somewhere else to do it. But now what's coming up is that I can sit in my room right now and spend 10 hours like helping out other people by volunteering my time in a remote way as well. So like, that's what I was trying to ask. Like, how do you think that the definition of maybe serving others or the way of serving others has changed? Got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think what this pandemic has, one of the things that this pandemic has proved is that remote work is possible and um, helping others through video conferencing, um, through like, you know, just, or even classic phone call is very much possible. Um, There are obviously some things that do require like, you know, having to be there in person, like this photo shoot that we have going on where our photographer has to like be at the restaurant for it. Um, But I think what this means for like the future of work is employers have to be really flexible with uh, their employees, but also, you know, organizations who, um, you know, leverage volunteers, like being able to be flexible with um, getting help. I think what this can also mean is uh, remote work, well, like for people who want to travel and work, right? Like um, it it definitely is like, it it definitely is possible, especially like for like graphic designers, Um, for them, like all they need is their computer and like design software, like Photoshop, and um, everything can be sent through email. Definitely, definitely agree. That's awesome. And um, just to put it out there for anyone sort of listening to this, are you looking for any sort of specific help? Like if anyone's listening to this, um, and has like certain skills that might, that may help neighbor good, um, should they contact you and maybe what would those skills be? Yeah, I, I absolutely. Um, we are always looking for ways to support our, our neighbors. Um, and we're always looking to grow our network of people who can help. So um, if anyone wants to donate some of their graphic design skills, photography, video, um, you know, if you if you live in Toronto, or if you want to travel to Toronto, um, you know, you can social media strategists, um, and anyone, anyone who wants to donate some time to help these small businesses, like, please reach out. Um, and, or if, you know, if you want to stay and like, keep in touch with what we are uh, doing, some of the new pivots and, you know, our, um, the content that we are publishing, um, you can follow us on, um, Instagram. It's, uh, the neighbor good, um, on Instagram and the is our website. Awesome. Awesome. And guys, I'm going to link those below as well. So you can, uh, reach out to neighbor good again, Emily, thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Um, you're doing some incredible work in the world right now, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks for having me. Thanks. If you liked any part of that, please, please, please leave us a review. It would mean the world to us. And please let us know your thoughts, how you think we can improve and continue providing more and more value to our community because we are here to serve you and make sure that you have the best time possible and really kill it in your self-development journey. Thank you very much.